Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. I don't even care if this is fucked. I'm like, you know, fucking. Don't even <laughs> you care. care. You care. I do care. Fuck. You can't help it God because it. we are recording dispersed. Oh, <laughs> from, man. Yeah, buddy. I was in the studio last week, though. You were. I know. Like, All right. That's what sucks is I was fucking there last week. And then. How many weeks? One week? One Two week. Weeks. I was there. One week. <laughs> one week. Recording from home again. Mother fuck you. Glory Hole Studios is an idea. <laughs> it's a, it's a concept. <laughs> it's a platonic ideal. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great, a Plato's glory hole? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, God. That's what we need. We need a shirt that says Plato's glory Plato's hole. Plato's glory hole. <laughs> That's kind of what the cave is, right? Where he's looking <laughs> on the side and he's sort of... He's just sort yeah. of imagining yeah. it's something it's not, right? He doesn't yeah. know what's happening on the That's other totally side of the wall. That's totally a lady on the other side. He doesn't know That's what's going totally on the other lady. side of the wall. It is a glory hole. It is a glory hole. That's right. Holy uh. shit. It took us that long to figure out Plato was talking about a glory hole. I quit the show, Tom. <laughs> You're going to have to turn your degree back in, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, Ugh. makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. It's a total shit show, <laughs> and there is no welcome, Matt. This is in episode. the background is fucking <laughs> screeching. This <laughs> is the fucking worst. This All sucks right. so bad. All right, guys. So as you can tell, uh, episode 533 here is not gone smoothly not gone from smoothly. the start. And if you want to find out why, if you want to know why... This episode is not because I'm not going to come. I'm not covering it now. I'm not talking about it now. <laughs> you need to tune in to the last week's live stream. We're going to talk about it then. I'm going to bottle my anger for the next <laughs> hour and a half until we go on live. And then I'm going to fucking I'm going to take a shit on this computer live. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to fucking. So if you want to see me get angry and see Tom get angry, you need to go back and watch that live stream because that's where the real juice is. We're not going to cover that. We can't. We're going to we can't. we're going to be angry about other stuff this episode. I can't imagine what we'd be angry about. I'll tell you what I'm be angry about starting Let's off. Start. I'm starting right. off. I'm Let's, starting off. No, what, what really grinds your gears? What the fuck is what the <laughs> did you see this week? That douchebag with the Goya and his and his daughter holding the Goya can. Oh and my god! Did you god, see yeah. her? Did you see? T- so I'm talking about uh, Ivanka Trump and 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 Donald Trump. I guess Goya came out in su- support of Donald Trump, 
And so a bunch of people said we should boycott them because they're, you know, that's, you should never support that because if you support garbage, <laughs> what do you put in your cans? You know, like what is inside of your food if you support garbage? So he, <laughs> he they, everybody said we should boycott them. And they said, ah, ha, ha, Goya's with us. And she's holding a can of Goya, like Vanna White, or like a woman who's never opened a can before in right. her life. That's what Does it looks food like. come yeah. in this <laughs> cylinder? Do the poor yeah. people eat the food? Do they eat the cylinder too? Yeah, Do she's they just like the label off? <laughs> she's not <laughs> like a beaver. She's just <laughs> she's like, oh, my teeth are too delicate to uh, be poor. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Seriously though, didn't she look like she's never touched a can, a piece of canned I, food in her life? Honestly, honestly, can you imagine why in the world no, would she? Why would she? You're right. Why in the world would you right. remember like when Trump was campaigning, they're like, how much you think a gallon of milk costs or whatever? And he's like, I don't know, $900 <laughs> yeah, or something. And then he was like, <laughs> and then they were like, he was, he said something like, you know, when you, you need your. ID to buy groceries yeah, at the grocery store. People grocery like, store, dude. You've never been to a grocery store. Sir, you cannot buy this Goya. You need an ID. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But, but the one thing Pinto's that, Negros. I'm gonna have to check your ID, sir. <laughs> the one thing, though, Tom, that that happened was is that they posed with this stuff. And then I saw a bunch of posts where everybody is saying, oh my God, that's breaking ethical rules. And I'm thinking, what has stopped him up till yeah. now? <laughs> I, like, is I, there that, anything? The thing. Like, he hasn't had his foot on the fucking brakes yet. What is stopping him from this? It's, it is, a, yes, like, what are, it is a clear violation of like, there are ethics rules that says like, the, like no, no politician can use his, yeah. his or her yeah. office to uh, endorse any privately owned product, right? Like, because of course we want that because like fucking, you know, no duh, right? Yeah. Like, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like, what? Got, yes. American just, politics has rolled its way all the way back to no duh. <laughs> yeah. Like, but even then, we're, we're, we're at a place where it's like, somebody was like, should we write it down? And yeah. everybody in the room was like, yeah. No, man, ah, no one's going to do that shit. On. It's like, you know what? I'm going to write it down. Just hear, just let me write it down. Yeah. I'll just, I'll <laughs> just sleep better case. tonight. Fine. <laughs> Look, man, you do you. We're uh, going to go out and get lunch. Like, God. you fucking meet us over at fucking O'Doul's or whatever. <laughs> like, we're out. <laughs> and someone wrote it down. And they didn't even need to because yeah. it's so self-evidently, yeah. like, unacceptable. And it's just like, now that happens and people are just like, Okay, yeah, but like we ignored when he was grabbing women's pussies. Yeah. So like, ah, we don't really well, care about I, the Goya. I, I thought <laughs> like, first week in office, he did this. I thought I remember yeah, he did. Some, someone holding up a purse or him tweeting out a a, a thing that endorsed somebody's purse. He was He's endorsing his wife's books. clothing line. Yeah, his wife's clothing line. So the, like the idea that, I mean, he did it from the very beginning. So whether or not he's holding up a Goya can now is irrelevant. He's already... You know, we're gonna like start talking about ethics problems. Let's skip the canned food. You I know. know. <laughs> like we he like he endorses his own yeah. brands, yeah. his own companies. Yeah. And like he's been doing it since the beginning, and we're just like, oh look, oh. there are bigger fish to fry. Every, and we can't even fry those. Every year my You know work, why we can't fry them? Because they're not yeah, in Goya. Goya. Goya delicious Goya. canned <laughs> like, Delicious Goya. Black beans. Black beans. <laughs> chickpeas. You can make hummus. <laughs> anyway, every year at my work, we have to fill out a conflict of interest form. And it's oh. this big long thing. 
And it's a it's an ethics form we have to fill out. It's like 35 questions long. Jesus. And it's, uh, it, it ranges all over the place. But there's always a question on there about whether or not you can hire your brother to tile a room or something <laughs> at our business. And you're not allowed to unless you fill out a specific thing that says, I have a conflict of interest in this. If we hire this person, I just need you to know that he's my brother or something, that there's some sort of nepotism going on here. And uh, and it's so funny that I work and I get paid a lot less and have a lot less power than the president of the United States. And I have to sign something that says, no, I'm not a crook. But he doesn't have to sign something like that at all. Well, did you see what they they announced this week too? Like we've got to talk. Did you hear the their uh, campaign of advice to the unemployed? Did you hear what they called it? Yeah, it's uh, get something new. <laughs> Find something new. It's literally, so the White House, CBS White House campaign advice to the jobless. Find something new. We should find something. Can you? Ew. Some unemployed yeah. person like, why did I think of that? The old thing obviously fired me. I don't know why I didn't find something All new. All I needed was Ivanka Trump to give me the opportunity to find myself in this COVID epidemic. I, I love that it's Ivanka who's got her job oh. through nepotism. <laughs> And she's just like, I don't know, if it doesn't work out, like, get a different dad or whatever. <laughs> what I love is, what I love is, is Navanka is two steps into nepotism. She has yep. her dad, and then she has an ultra-rich husband, right? Yeah, So she right. has, she has 100% protected her whole life. She actually doesn't need a job, right? She could live as just Ivanka Trump. Look at her on the beach. That's her job, right? Yeah, that could right. literally be her job. She doesn't have to do it, but she no. does. Instead, she just advises the United States on foreign policy somehow for some reason. I didn't even now get. that you say that, though, like... She's taking jobs from people that need them. <laughs> she doesn't even need the job. It's like, she oh, it's like it's like she's like looking at a fucking homeless person and being like, I have two houses. I've never even been to one of them. <laughs> Fuck you. And just like eating food and puking it in front of them. Just like, what she, the fuck? She ceremoniously lights the house she's never <laughs> been to on fire. Uh, I love how privileged you know what? that shit is. It's not even insured and I don't yeah. care. One <laughs> I love how privileged that is, man. It's <laughs> so fucking something. privileged, it's ridiculous. Find something uh, new. Fuck off. Uh, like, there's one more what? thing I want to talk about that came out this week. There was a huge interview of Mary Trump. She wrote a book and it got released because Trump couldn't keep it under wraps. He tried to sue. I don't know if you saw this. There was all yeah, that. Yeah. He tried to sue to keep it under wraps and he couldn't and it came out and a bunch of people talked to her and I saw her interview on Rachel Maddow, and uh, let me just tell you, it was the most predictable, uninteresting interview I've ever seen because all <laughs> she's doing is repeating what everybody sees every single day over and over and over again. And one of the things that she said specifically was they ask her, so has your dad ever or your uncle ever used the N-word or anti-Semitic uh, slurs? And she said, yeah. And everybody's going crazy in the media about it. And I think, well, you didn't know that? You didn't think he's used yeah. the N-word before in private? I mean, come on. He created a whole uh, apartment complex where he specifically went after black people 
where he like made it so they couldn't come to his apartment complex. <laughs> you think he's an equality-minded dude? Yeah, this is a guy who's upset that the homeless are sleeping in nice yeah, places. Yeah, in nice like, places. <laughs> like, you're sleeping in our nice foyers outside. How dare... Like, you're littering... You're littering the places that rich people don't want to have to step over right. your sadness. Oh, like, this is not somebody who cares about other people. Right, exactly. At all. At all. It's not a newsflash. It's not no, a news. Like, no. none of the things that she's saying, at least from what I saw, none of those things were a newsflash. Yeah, it's from a different source. But it's all stuff we know. It's all stuff we understand. Like, you know how Trump acts and how he how he treats other people. There's, you know, some anecdotes that come out of it that you might not have heard before. But for the most part, you know how it is. You know what he's like. Yeah, this is a guy who just this week was like, when, when asked about like police brutality directed against the black community was like, well, the cops kill white people too yeah. and more of them. And you're just like, okay, you don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't give a shit about this. And he was just like, no, yeah, I, don't. <laughs> I don't give a don't shit care. about this because yeah. my base doesn't give a shit about this. All these flag waving fucking boat driving yokels in Florida do not give a shit. Not about at all. This topic. Not a bit. And it's so funny, too, because when you say, well, they kill more white people and then the, the answer shouldn't be, oh, OK, then that's fine. The answer should be, well, then we should be outraged, too. You know, yeah, well, like everybody should be outraged at police brutality, yeah. but also it's like, all right, well, they kill more white people. Well, I mean, black people are only 14% of the yeah. population. Yeah. So like it, if it were equal, an equal distribution of brutality yeah. would be about 14% of the brutality. Yeah. But it is not yeah. like on percentage terms, it like doesn't shake out. And that's part of the problem, yeah. right? It's disproportionate to the population of individuals, which means they're being unfairly fucking targeted. Right, exactly. But it's like, he doesn't give a shit. He's just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, next fucking question. What other awful, awful shit can I do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, next fucking question. What other awful, awful shit can I do? <laughs> Aren't you Karen? Your name's Karen too, right? I'm also Karen, but it has a silent P. Well, my name's Karen with a C because I don't freaking care how you spell yours. Oh, you think you're such Karens, huh? They think they're such Karens. Why don't you freaking prove it? Unlike your vaccinated kids, mine never get sick. <laughs> Dude, the, the Karens are out of control. I'll tell you what. This is from uh, WTVR.com, uh, Channel 6 in Richmond, Virginia. Woman who refused to wear a mask wants half of $100,000 donated to Starbucks barista. So, so here's the deal. This woman goes into a Starbucks not wearing a mask. And the dude behind the counter is like, you have to wear a mask. And she flips shit takes his picture, yeah. and then tries to shame him on social yeah. media. And it backfires but horribly. It backfired <laughs> yeah. just unbelievably. Yeah. It just exploded. It fucking detonated in her face. And somebody was like, you know what? That guy deserves a tip. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. They got they raised $100,000 for that barista that she tried to shame. And now yeah. she's like, I want half of that yeah. money because I was shamed for shaming him. <laughs> You what? shamed me. You 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 played the fucking reverse Uno card on me when I was shaming. That's not she, fair. She, she totally I called dibs fucking, on that shame. She totally she totally tried to shame him. Then it backfired. Now she wants the money. It reminds me of that scene from from Casino where he's like, "You only exist out here because of me." <laughs> and it's so funny because he wouldn't have a hundred thousand dollars if it wasn't that he was treated shitty 
on his job, right? If he wasn't treated shitty at his job. And what I absolutely love is so often you'll see these GoFundMes and someone will say, yeah, they've donated a bunch of money, but I'm donating a bunch of money to charity. This guy's like, I'm going back to school. Fuck you. <laughs> he's, yeah. just, he's he's piecing out of his job. He's he's fucking throwing a match behind him, lighting a fucking <laughs> Starbucks on fire as he runs toward his dreams of being a dancer. Good for you, bro. Yeah. Good for you, man. You had a shitty day at work. Good for you. That's awesome. And then like the the my favorite my favorite the next two favorite parts of the story is then then she says, well, I had a medical exemption. And then her medical exemption is basically like something to do with her like ovarian cyst or some shit. What? And then mask acne and a note from a chiropractor. Where was she putting the mask yeah, I, if her ovarian cysts were having No problems? idea. I, it's not actually. So one, one of her notes that she provided, I'm sorry. Let me, let me read right, it because I was sure. a little mistaken. To prove okay. her medical exemption. One oh, is a pelvic right, yeah. exam from 2015 with results that say probable exophytic fibroid arising from the anterior wall of the uterus. So forgive me. Where are you wearing the mask? Yeah, oh. right? Oh, and a simple ovarian I mean, it's not a, it's not a thaw. Yeah, right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you you know where you breathe and from and fuck from, right? Like, they're... Yeah, when they say breathe from your diaphragm, they're not talking yeah, about like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... And then the second piece of paper was a handwritten note with letterhead from a San Diego chiropractor <laughs> that she asked not be named. And the note said, Amber has underlying health conditions or breath conditions that prevent her from wearing a mask or any type of facial yeah. covering. Then when they yeah. called that chiropractor, he said he wouldn't talk about it. Then when they said, well, why'd you get it from a chiropractor? She said, because they're dedicated to providing non-invasive personalized care and treatment. They are real doctors. Real, no, they're not. If they're real doctors, they'd be a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have a degree for that already. It's called, it's called real fucking doctor, right? <laughs> we, we just make it up. What I love too is she has a medical condition that requires her from wearing a mask. Yeah, she's a fucking total bitch. Right. That's well, her medical condition. That's why she had to like show her cooter papers in order to prove it, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> What is this? Can we talk about masks for five minutes? Yeah, yeah let's do Just it. how fucking hard is it to put a goddamn mask on your face? I mean, seriously, you know, we could we could restart. They're talking right now about how you can basically restart a ton of shit right now. You can do you can go out to in Chicago, uh, they're they're making sure that that stores you wear masks, but if you go out to dinner and you're outside and even inside. They space you far enough apart, supposedly, to have a dinner, and the the servers and all the people, wait staff, they wear masks, but you don't have to wear one. We're we're doing we're doing our best to try to make sure that we can continue life with this pandemic. Yeah, it's gonna have a couple of snags. Yeah, it's not gonna be exactly the same as life was before. That's okay. We can get through it until we get a vaccine. Some really great vaccine news this week, by the way. Uh, they're starting this one company. It starts with an M. I forget what it's called. Yeah, they they came up with it. They're at the third trial already. The second trial was very successful. And now they're looking at the third trial and they're looking to try to spin up a lot of these. And so there's some really good vaccine news that came out this week, which was really cool. So, you know, who knows? You might not have to wear a mask for even very long and people still won't do it. Yeah, well, it's, it, it, it is, it's, it's not, I get like, I get that wearing a mask is like annoying. But when I compare annoying against like, well, maybe I, maybe someone's going to die. Like, I'm willing to be annoyed. 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, and I'm willing to like let the economy restart. If I have to wear right. a mask, like if it, like if I can go get a massage, but I have to wear a mask and the masseuse wears a mask. I got a massage this week. I showed up. I had to wear a mask. The masseuse wore a mask, but I got to have a massage. Well, that's better than yeah. when I didn't get to have a massage because my back hurt. So I was like, yeah. all right, I got to have a massage. And we got, we both stayed safe. And we, you know, this person got to be employed. This person doesn't have to like, hopefully struggle on unemployment. Like we, yeah. we, like we have to start the world back up. And like, if the ask to start the world back up is masks and they're fucking annoying, then it's annoying, but it's a lot less fucking yeah. annoying than stay in your house for an indeterminate amount of time and die of vitamin D deficiency. You rickets filled idiots. <laughs> like I what? Was, there was a, there was a fucking, uh, a, a story this week where, um, some hairstylists had 139 clients they both met with, right? I read so these this. two yeah. hairstylists were, in, were, in, were infected. They both had COVID and, um, and they, they had 139 total clients. Um, and they, everybody was wearing masks and none of the clients yeah. got sick. Not a single one. You know, if that's the case, right? And 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 let's say it's not even that effective. Let's say they were all lucky. Let's just say they were all lucky. We, you could even say that, right? You could just say, you know what? They were all lucky. It didn't, it, 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 it just so happens that, that, you know, maybe it might even be worse than that. But the fact that the mask mitigated even part of that would be worth wearing a mask for. Yeah, because again, the ask is like, like the ask to wear a mask is like, that's a little annoying. Okay. Like we aren't willing to be annoyed as a country. Like we're not, like we're not willing. And that and the answer by and large, by the way, is no, it's no. Yeah. Like the answer is no. Like we are not willing to be annoyed. There's 138,000 people that have died. Schools are shut down. Universities are shut down. 40 million yeah. people lost their jobs. And we're like walking around like, well, I don't want to be annoyed. I want school yeah. to reopen. I want people to go back to work. I want like businesses to thrive. I want like, the world, like, and if all I have to do to get those things is I got to fucking stay a little further apart and wear a mask and we can be way fucking safer, I'll wear a mask all day. You know, and, and, yeah. and at the end of the day, it won't even be annoying because I'll be grateful yeah. for the opportunity to be able to go get these services and send my That's kids to school. Yeah. Because like, I That's understand the, the goddamn reality of the situation Do doesn't mean that like I always get things to be perfect. Yeah. What's crazy to me, what's nuts to me is that is that we're 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 not willing to just wear this tiny piece of cloth, and that it's somehow some sort of weird affront to your rights. Yeah, what? It's you know, there's so many other things. Seatbelts. You got to wear a shirt when you go into a place. You got to wear shoes when yeah, you go into a right. place. You know, all these things that we do all the time unconsciously. We have to follow those rules. We follow all kinds of rules. I can't go as fast as I want on the road. Right. There's all these little rules that make up my life. I have to live in a society with other people. So I have to be inconvenient sometimes. Do I want to just drive as fast as I can to the studio and not pay attention to the lights? Of course, yeah, I do. Right, right. I want to get there as quickly as possible. I don't want to wait in traffic. I want to get into the other oncoming lane and drive and make people <laughs> stop for me. Sure. But I don't. I don't because I don't want to fucking inconvenience other people and I don't want to injure other people. But you know what? 
I could do that. I certainly could. It's within my rights to do it, right? I, as, a, as a human being, I have the free will to right. do it. But I, but it's I, I would be rightfully arrested for it. I would be rightfully charged with a crime for it. And, you know, the same thing goes here. It's there, there's it's, Someone put a tiny limitation on your life and suddenly it's the biggest fucking drama in the world. Calm down. Wear the mask. It's not a big it's deal. Really I got to wear really one not. too. Yeah, right. And we all wear them like we get to have our cake, right? Yeah. Like we have to move the mask aside to eat it, but we get to have yeah. our fucking cake. <laughs> yeah, to get to fucking have the I cake. I will say like, I did get a massage the other day, right? So I'm, but I'm wearing a mask the whole time. And the masseuse, like I said, is wearing the mask the whole time. And like you finish up the massage and then like the masseuse like hands, like hands me like this little cup of water. Like if you ever gotten a massage, they always do it. They always give you water after massage. And I grabbed the cup of water and without thinking, I brought it to my face and I was like, oh, I can't drink this through a mask. Like I just like, like <laughs> was like, oh, thank you. And like just rubbed it against my face, basically like a fucking animal. Okay, I this one, Cecil, I grabbed this one because the headline is my favorite headline. That headline is just, what the <laughs> fuck is happening here? This is an actual headline from Web24. Bolsonaro called his isolation from the coronavirus horrible and was shortly afterwards bitten by an emu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Take that, you fucker. Uh, it's it's so great. So, and actually I saw that he got, he, he's still tested positive. I saw it this morning. So, uh, Bolsonaro is still positive. He said he's been feeling much better and uh, he was looking forward to like testing negative so he could get out of isolation because I guess he's really miserable in isolation. Good. <laughs> That's good to hear. Uh, yeah. Turns out a lot of people are really fucking miserable when they get fucking COVID. And the only inconvenience that you have is isolation. You're not, I don't know, on a ventilator dying, you fucker. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the fucking, the, this guy, this guy has, has followed the Trump uh, plan of action when it comes to the coronavirus. We talked to Natalia from Brazil when she came on to talk about uh, chloroquine. Yep. And I don't know if, you, if you've noticed, but chloroquine hasn't been making the rounds in uh, much in in, in any of the conversations <laughs> we're still having about COVID. We haven't revisited the chloroquine discussion, but uh, but yeah, it hasn't been, it certainly hasn't been making a round since. But one of the things is that uh, she was saying that that Bolsonaro is essentially following the, the Trump plan, yeah. which is, you know, don't do anything and it's a hoax and whatever. Yeah, I, and, and like 1.8 million people in Brazil um, have 1.88 million, I'm sorry, have tested positive for COVID. Um, so like it's, it's, it's the second worst country in the world. Weirdly enough, yeah, we're the following first. the same plan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing how that's happening. Yeah. Right. So yeah. my, my favorite part of this article is like, he's like talking about like, Oh, you know, once I get tested, uh, negative, I get to return to work. You know, I'm really not enjoying this staying at home. And then the article for no reason, just has I don't know two where. paragraphs that I've got to read. I don't know because where. everything else yeah. is about him and everything else is about COVID, right? I don't know where. While strolling through the residence gardens, Bolsonaro tried to feed a group of emus who were passing by. <laughs> what? Which is 
first of all, there's just wild emus passing by. <laughs> you see an 80 pound, oh. six foot flightless bird Jesus walking Christ. by and you're like, well, I'll feed that. Wait, you just, yeah. do you have <laughs> emu food in your pocket for the off chance circumstance that perhaps an emu might be coming by? There's there's few birds that scare the shit out of me. The ostrich and the emu. Fuck Dude, that. I am not a fan of any birds, but those things can die in a fire and be roasted deliciously. Ostrich, by the <laughs> way, is amazing. Have you ever had ostrich? Is yeah, it? it's really good. I think I have had yeah. it. Yeah. I've had ostrich a number of times. It's really good. So you try to feed a group of uh, emus that were passing by. Can you, can you, uh, before you, before we continue. So ostrich, can you do a uh, turkey with an ostrich, I wonder, can you stuff it like a turkey oh, and, and cook it? An it'd be a oven. twenty or th it'd probably be like a thirty or forty pound bird. I imagine. I imagine because aren't they? Bigger, they're enormous. Yeah, you know, I don't know how much is in the legs, um, but yeah. So I wonder. It'd be hilarious too because at the legs you can't fit them in your <laughs> oven because it's too hard. So you're trying to shut the door. You gotta you gotta fold the legs sideways. <laughs> I would love to roast an ostrich. A whole just ostrich, a roast, right? A whole, oh my God! There's pictures whole, of them. If a you, whole ostrich, dude, is it roasted? Dude, you got it. You type in roast ostrich. It's amazing. Oh, I gotta look it up. This I wonder if you have to do it in a brick enormous. oven or something. Roast ostrich. Holy shit! It's the second thing to come up too. <laughs> oh my God! Look at the size of these birds. It's enormous. Yeah, you have to cook it. This one guy's got like a. This one guy has like a pizza oven or whatever he's That's doing. That's how you do it. Because it's just so big that another person's cooking it in the ground. There's no way you could cook it. It's too fucking God big. Damn, that's a big goddamn bird. Oh, this guy's stuffing it. He's got his whole arm yeah, in it. Jesus in there. Christ, he's fisting this he thing. He is saying hello to that. Uh, that wow. God, I want it. I want this. I want a oh, roast. Wow. I know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. I'm going to get an ostrich somehow, Just and I'm going to fucking roast Tom, an ostrich. Tom, if you if you get an ostrich, you have to fight it to death. You have to beat it up. <laughs> you have to beat it, ground and pound it until it dies, and then you can That would be the greatest video ever is you just get a live ostrich and wrestle it uh, to death before you Thanksgiving. You ever see the guy who punches the kangaroo in the face when he's got his dog? Yeah. His dog his dog gets caught. Have you seen yeah, this? yeah. Yeah, it just a dog gets caught <laughs> and he just runs up and, he, and the and him and the kangaroo square, square off. off. Yeah. No shit, square off. And he kind of does a little one two and then he throws a punch <laughs> and he catches the kangaroo and it doesn't Care. even phase he the does kangaroo. Not give a shit. The kangaroo is just sitting there flexing its giant <laughs> upper body looking at him and he just kind of walks away. It's it's like when you punch a bouncer at a at a, at a club and the bouncer looks at you and just shakes his head. Like, That's what the kangaroo did. To to the guy. I got, I used to, when I was 18 or 19, I used to uh, jog. And so I was jogging and uh, this uh, German shepherd decided he wanted to attack me. So like I, I'm jogging along and I'm not even paying attention. I got earphones in, I'm jogging. And this great big giant German shepherd runs up and like jumps on me. And its face is like right in my face. It's like as big as I am, you know? And God, it's like, scared oh, it, it scared the Christ out of it. So the thing's like, rah, rah, rah. And it's like jaws are like in front of me without even thinking. I clocked that thing as hard as I could clock that thing. So I'm an 18-year-old boy, 19-year-old boy. I ball up my fist, and as hard as I could hit this dog, I punched this dog. And the dog went off of me, and then woo, right back on me. It was like I didn't do no anything. No shit. Yeah, I yeah, clocked yeah. this. The dog was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get killed <laughs> by this dog. My, my first thought was like, fuck, dog, punch. Dog was like, Mrr. and I'm like, okay, I lost. I just lost. Like, yeah. whatever happens next is just the continuation of that saga. How did you get out of uh, it? The, the homeowner came out 
like it was evidently outside weather. And he came out and started yelling, you punched my dog. And I'm like, your fucking dog is attacking me. And the dog was attacking me. And he came yeah. and got his dog and he was furious at me for punching his dog. Oh, God, you should have punched was so, him. Well, I, what difference would it make? Like, it turns out, it's like, it's like. You punch him, and he turns into a German right. shepherd, and it's like, punk. It's like, it was seriously, it's like one of those dreams you have where you're like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. You're ineffective. And just yeah. like, yeah. yeah. That's actually my whole life, so. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, that's basically, as I get older, it gets more and more true each day. Uh Well, due to recent internet issues, we're back to using dial-up. Hey, who remembers the 90s? Well, Adam and Eve does, and that's why they don't want you to have to experience that again. Uh, you know, going into your local adult store and uh, risking seeing a, a co-worker. Makes for awkward conversation in the lunchroom as you're talking about the O.J. Simpson trial, whatever. Now, we might be on a 56K modem, but that won't stop you from getting 50% off almost any one item. Uh, and also free shipping, which is delivered discreetly right to your door when you use the code GLORY at checkout. That's at adamandeve.com. Use offer code GLORY. A&E has thousands of products. Make you glad you're staying at home. Sex toys make being at home so much more enjoyable. So make sure you're going to adamandeve.com and use offer code GLORY. Oh, God, Comcast is hacking again. It's NBC. We comedy. Kenneth, it's we peacock comedy. You say the peacock. What? That's insane. Oh, my God. So this is going to be a very bird-centric episode. <laughs> it's a it lot is. Of birds, it is. It's Tom. a lot. Man. Just, you found a I lot found of a birds. lot of really great bird stories. This story is from uh. San Francisco Gate, uh, sfgate.com. Uh, he has screamed relentlessly. <laughs> <laughs> Feral peacock divides Oakland neighborhood. <laughs> Feral peacock. I Dude, love have that you ever heard imagery of a feral peacock. Have you heard what a peacock sounds like? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. sound I, I used, insane. They do. They say uh, there was one that was uh, at this resort I used to go to up in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, maybe 10 years ago or so, I had friends who went up to this resort and I went up there as well. A resort. I use the words resort in the most loose sense of the word for Wisconsin. Okay. So <laughs> when I say resort, I don't mean what comes into your head. What I mean is a cabin in the woods that says resort. <laughs> right, on it. That's right. what I mean. Like the um, last but, uh, resort. That's pretty yeah, much it. <laughs> it's the last resort. That's what it should have been called. I, I, Cecil, uh, with our retirement money, can we open a shitty place and call it the last resort? I know. Yeah, we have oh. to. We have to now. We have to now. But we're both going to be a, a, a seven weeks away from death when we <laughs> retire. Because so. that's how it works. But uh, but yeah, the uh, they had this. They had this. Maybe five or six peacocks on the ground. And yeah, as you just you just be sitting there, and they would just screech. <laughs> they make this sound. sound. They're like. <laughs> And you're just like, what the fuck is that? And they just scream and screech constantly. And they are loud as so fuck, fucking man. loud. God damn. It sounds like it sounds like at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where he, the tornado where the si siren. air raid siren goes off. They sound like one of those. They're unreal loud. Can you play a clip of it? Uh, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Listen to that thing. <laughs> it's such a horrible sound. It sounds it's it sounds horrible. like someone killing a monkey. Yeah. It doesn't sound good. It is a horrible sound. When my my grandparents had a peacock, a wild peacock or something that lived nearby where they were at, and my grandmother loved this thing. And my grandfather fucking hated that thing so much because of Hating that. Hating birds runs in your it, family. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the men of the family are not bird lovers. We're just not. We can't. We don't have it in our hearts. Right. We don't right. have it. We don't have it. So uh, I fucking love it. The, the fucking wait, community wait, is To divided. be honest, right now, especially this, this feral peacock is, is walking around the neighborhood and some people love it. Some people hate it. But I'll tell you, working from home, the tiniest noise make me crazy. <laughs> I live in a, I live in a condo, right. right? So on occasion, I don't know why they do this, but the people above us will will take what sound what I think it is. I have no idea if that's what it is. But what it sounds like is is if they have a bag of ice, and you know when you get a bag of ice from the store, it's frozen yeah, solid, and, gotta, and then you have to bang it somewhere. They bang it on the floor. And so I hear a boom, 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 and it sounds like ice being banged on the ground, and then it goes away, and I, I, it feel that's what it sounds like. It happens like maybe every third day, and and it it's only for ten seconds, but it's annoying as fuck if you're in the middle of something <laughs> and you hear it. So I couldn't imagine how annoyed I'd be if I had to deal with a fucking a goddamn fucking peacock. I was gonna no. call it a pelican. <laughs> if I had to deal with a peacock the whole time. No, pelicans are garbage cans for the for the Flintstones. That's what <laughs> they, they are. are. Just, they're garbage cans. They're caveman garbage cans. All I have to do is step on their foot and, and they, they open, open up. up. Exactly. Yeah. I would roast this fucking thing. I would yeah, again. I would eat the shit out of a. Of oh, a absolutely, absolutely. It's I a would big ass yep, bird. They sure. used to eat them in medieval times all the time. Yeah, peahens and peacocks. There's like there's yeah, all yeah. kinds of like recipes and shit from like Middle Ages shit. Yeah. They have really pretty feathers. They do. So I've got I've a watch those, with a yeah. peacock feather built into it. It's awesome. Oh, and nice. I would eat the peacock it came from right now. So, so as you wear your watch, it does its little mating dance. It like moves around its tail. What and you can do is you can flips it around. You can set the alarm to scream like that. So it's just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's kill oh, myself a goodness. clock. Hang on. Thank goodness. <laughs> Uh, I was hoping I could get woken up by a banshee. <laughs> <laughs> and soon her mate responds by singing, Call, call, call. Come with me, lesbian seagull. Settle down and rest with me. Fly high, lesbian seagull. Uh, so this story comes from uh, Cornwall Live. Man high on drugs, detained by police after biting seagull. <laughs> so this dude, Steven Seagull, <laughs> in his Jodo, <laughs> in his Jodo. <laughs> That's a citation needed. Listen to the citation you need to get it. So, so there's this dude, just like he's a homeless guy, and he's got a McDonald's burger or what have you. And this fucking seagull <laughs> runs up seagull. and grabs his burger. So he grabs the seagull and bites it. <laughs> so I got to read this part because it's just just like it's such a man what bites dog thing. What the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening? A spokesperson Dad? for the team said they were working uh, alongside other agencies dealing with a homeless man when they heard the nearby commotion. Plymouth Live understands the man, a 26-year-old local, claimed he was being attacked for his McDonald's meal, and in response, he grabbed the bird and bit it. The police spokesperson told Plymouth Live, 
quote, he sunk his teeth into it before <laughs> throwing it to the floor. <laughs> well, how much how much rights do birds have? Seriously. So much if you're one rights? of these seagulls. Yeah. If they arrested this guy, it's yeah. illegal to fuck with seagulls. Really? Yeah, sky rats are protected. Oh, these horrible, God. horrible oh. sky rats are protected. Uh, how angry would you be if you were eating a burger and a fucking seagull <laughs> came up and took it away from you? I'd be furious. Have you ever seen the videos where people will... Uh, videotape people as they're walking because they know seagulls are in the area and people will have ice cream cones or they'll have a, uh, you know, something they're walking, some sort of street food and the seagull comes <laughs> down and just takes, takes it and then just disappears. And people's face is always the same. It's always the same face. It is, it starts out as shock, goes to surprise, goes to horror, and then goes to acceptance. It's like four just, stages of grief watching their, their food go away. My uncle, uh, when I was 13 or 14, he took us uh, crabbing. He lives out in Oregon. And he took us crabbing uh, out on the ocean. And we're out there and we're just, we're throwing these crab pots in. And so we've got all this bait and, this, you know, string and all this stuff. And there's seagulls fucking just everywhere. Just seagulls are like all over because you know, like bait like rises to the surface and stuff. Sure, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, have you ever you ever seen an alive kite?" And I was like, "What?" And so he takes a little piece of bait and he ties it to a string, and he throws it up in the air, and a seagull whoop, grabs it, and he just holds onto the string like it's a kite for a few seconds, <laughs> and the seagull is flying around, and he's like, "Oh, it's like an alive kite." And he's like letting some of the line <laughs> play out. And then eventually the seagull drops it. And then like, you know, it goes Yeah, the back. seagull doesn't swallow no, it. It tries yeah. to bite it. It realizes, it realizes yeah. it, right? Yeah. So he's like, so yeah. he's like, yeah, we could play a live kite if we're born. He just throws shit in the air and then flies a seagull. <laughs> and I don't think that's very ethical at all, but it was hilarious. I think that's not ethical either. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'd be fucking furious too if a god, especially when you're sitting down and you're like, Oh man, I'm gonna enjoy this burger. It's so good. <laughs> and then you go to bite it, and a seagull just swoops by and takes your fucking but burger, whose man. Whose response is uh, to bite the seagull, though? Uh, You're like, I was gonna bite yeah. the burger. I'm biting something, motherfucker. Give me the seagull. Admittedly, <laughs> admittedly, he kind of ratcheted up his response. <laughs> the seagull's just like, whoa, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I love the idea that he just, like, he grabs this big ass fucking like, bird. Yeah. And he's got puts it. His he can face Near it? Oh, Would you put your God. face near a seagull's beak for any reason? Much less bite imagine. a dirty ass seagull. Like, what the fuck I is going imagine. through your mind? It's a simple question. Where's Ben? And there's only one answer. At the beach with his family, doing what he loves. Seagull busting. All right, so this story... Uh, comes from Huffington Post. This is, uh, it's, it's just fucking seagulls, guys. It's seagulls all the way down. <laughs> seagulls <laughs> drunk from eating flying ants may pose a danger to humans. Quote, there's been a massive emergence of the ants over the last three days. And they're like little treats for the gulls. They're like M&Ms to them. <laughs> Brins so this is 2020, guys. Listen to this sentence. This is the most 2020 sentence ever. Britons have been warned to stay alert due to an unusually high number of seagulls tripping on acid after eating flying ants. What? <laughs> what now? Experts say this week's hot weather has caused a mass emergence of the insects, which seagulls like to eat despite it affecting their cognitive behavior. <laughs> what? Doctor whoever the fuck says the ants contain formic acid, which can cause the gulls to appear drunk and lose their inhibitions after eating them. 
I'm sorry, were seagulls inhibited birds? Were they this like dainty, like, oh, we're ever so polite, a seagulls? Because a moment ago, one of them just got his ass chewed literally yeah. for stealing a burger. How, how on earth do they act while they're tripping balls? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like, we're in a world right now, Cecil, where it's so hot that there's too many flying ants so the seagulls oh. are tripping balls on them while they're eating your hamburger. This is 2020. The only solution, evidently, is to bite the seagulls. <laughs> oh god! It's it's because it's uh, it's because it's warm. You know, the, I, speaking of global warming, um, did you see Biden's plan for global warming? Did you see that come His out? Two this trillion week? dollar plan, yeah. Two yeah. trillion dollar plan. That's good. That's good news. Because I was actually very worried about his stance on climate change. Um, it felt like he was, he was a little soft on it. I don't know if any of that stuff's going to actually make it anywhere. Cause that's the difficulty, right? Is that when I was talking about Bernie, Bernie was just going to signing statement yep. that or whatever, uh, executive order that shit in. He was just going to say, fuck it. We're doing it. Period. Sorry. There's no vote on it. Um, so there might be some difficulty if you can't, you know, have a, either of that, if you can't have, I guess the Senate, um, but uh, but yeah. So it's uh, that's ex that's it's an extensive that's plan. Encouraging. Yeah. It's encouraging. Um, I gotta say, uh, the other thing that came out too this week, they're talking about uh, Trump was down in Texas for the first time in what they say forty years. A, a Democrat was leading in the polls, yep. and not just a a random poll. This was like a large poll that they did. Yeah, so. Texas is now a swing state. Like yeah. Texas. Who would have thought that? Well, you know, I, actually, we've talked about this before, though. Like Texas, like all the urban centers, you know, all of the urban centers are, yeah. are blue. It's just that Texas is so geographically enormous that the rural counties outnumber the... And that's yeah, unusual. So, so many. Usually if yeah. a state has that many big cities, I mean, there's a fair amount of big cities in, in Texas. Usually if a state has one or two decent sized cities, it's going to carry blue. Sure. It's just a Texas sure. is the size of like three regular yeah. states. Yeah. So it's nuts, yeah, and that, uh, In Illinois, that's not even close. Right. No. It's not even close. And there's, our, Illinois, the only parts that are that are blue are Chicago land. For and that and not all of Chicago land either. I mean, some of Chicago, Chicago itself, and a couple of the more liberal uh, cities around are blue. And then Peoria, I think, is clo is close but blue. And then Bloomington, I don't think is or is very close to being red. And then uh, uh, Champaign-Urbana is blue because it's a college. I think town. Springfield is so, as well. Yeah, Springfield yeah, is. It's, it's pretty so, much the but, college. But Springfield is de minimus. It's a small. It's a small city in comparison to the rest yeah. of the place. You know, um, so yeah. So it's but the rest of the state can't hold a candle to this to the areas that no. are not even close. No. It gets they get they get crushed. Yep. Um, and that's and and that's more more like other places because especially if if you were able to turn Indiana blue, it would be because of Indianapolis. Right, it would be because of Gary. It wouldn't yeah, it be would because be of that Northwest Indiana you know, corridor and yeah. Indianapolis. It's the only population. Yeah, it would not center. be because of the stuff in the South, and it certainly wouldn't be because of the rural no, areas. No. And the same thing goes for Ohio. It goes for I think every, every place yeah. except for you know out east where most counties are blue too. Right. You know. Well, but even even if you um, look at like a hard blue state like New York, New York is mostly geographically red. It's yes, just yeah. it's just that like you know. Yeah. 
10 million people live in right. New York. It's just that that so, doesn't yeah. matter, right? It's just yeah. like, it do, yeah. like we've talked about before, like mostly vacant land is red. Huzzah. Yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. it's it, the only exception is, is Texas because there's so fucking much of it. There's just so yeah. much of it. But like your major population centers, Dallas is very blue. Dallas is, yeah. is not, it's not, a, Dallas is very, very blue. San Antonio's blue. Austin is blue. Yeah. Houston is blue. Like, there you go. I think I think Fort Worth was one that wasn't or something. There was, there was one, one city wasn't. down yeah. there that wasn't. And I I maybe Fort Worth, but I don't remember exactly. And I'm not I don't, I'm not making a claim here, but I know for sure in the last election, one of those cities didn't go for Hillary. Um uh but yeah, it's uh you're in a position right now where um that shit can happen where it can flip like that. It's uh I I man, I hope I hope that uh that some of these people that are running to lose. I mean, some of these people are getting lots of support. Susan Collins' opponent is getting support. Um, the uh, person who's running against Mitch McConnell, Amy McGrath, is getting yeah. support. The person who's running against Lindsey Graham is getting support. So there's big support. Lots of dollars coming in to those people in those areas. And dollars really do dollars matter. Right. And we're talking about ad buys and mm -hmm. stuff. So that's important stuff. And I hope that, I man, when it, even if even if not all of those people go, but one of those people go this time around, yep. that's a huge Dude, win. That's yep. a huge win. If you get Mitch McConnell out and Trump out at the same time, that's game-changing. That's absolutely game-changing. It's huge. But it, you might not even have to flip the Senate. Yeah. You might not even have to flip the Senate to make a big make change a like that change. if you can get rid of Mitch McConnell. Nothing yeah, would make huge. me happier, though, than to see a Biden win that was not just the population, not just the, the popular vote, but just a fucking electoral landslide. Just a crushing yeah. victory on both fronts so that there's no conversation that can ever be had, you know? Yeah. So that that concession speech is an eat shit speech, you know, or a petulant speech or an angry speech. You know what I mean? Like, so there can't yeah. be any like, well, you know, we got this, that was close, but, you know, we held on to the last, you know, none of that. I want, you know, like just fucking yeah. decisive and crushing and humiliating. Like I want them to be cucked by the vote. Like just absolutely destroyed by I do too. I would, I, and to be honest, you know, as much as I want to see Mitch McConnell gone, I would love to see a flipped Senate with Mitch McConnell in it and have to watch it go his, against <laughs> what he's done for so long. Just watch it happen in front right. of him. You yeah. know, it's one of those things where you just, you know, I've kidnapped you and now I'm, I'm making you watch this thing. <laughs> you, you know, that's what I want. That's the one thing I really want to see. And it was Christmas Eve. Night was falling, and the lamplighters were plying their trade. Hey, 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 light the lamp, not the rat, light the lamp, not Oops, the rat. My apologies. Put me out, put me out, put me out, put me out, put me out. What? Ah! Oh. What? Thank you. You're welcome. So this story comes from Forbes. Uh, famished New York City rats are harassing outdoor diners. Um, so just to be very clear, oh no, why are the rats famished? They're famished because they can't eat the New York City street garbage. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's really it. Like, here's what is happening. The restaurants and shit were closed for such a long time that there is less garbage for the rats to eat. The streets are literally so less full of garbage that the rats have nothing to sustain them. That's your city. That's the thrust. And the response by the rats is to attack people eating outside 
to try to yeah. get their food because they're like, look, normally you leave me a seven foot pile of garbage <laughs> right <laughs> by your front door. But absent an enormous sweltering mountain of stink garbage for the rats to feast for off the of. rats to, to feast. Absent that, come to the me. rats are feast shitting themselves. <laughs> They're panicking. We're starving the rats of their garbage diet. Oh no. I love the rats. <laughs> they're, so, they're so fat because the, the streets are paved with garbage in New York. <laughs> Literally the most disgusting city I've ever walked down. Where you walk past not one, not two, dozen bags of garbage, but three dozen bags of garbage Fermenting stacked up as tall as you. That is literally flowing out <laughs> into the street. It is taking up an entire parking spot worth of space. They have thrown it on the street. There's so much garbage. The, the fucking rats think it's like fucking, uh, think it's fucking action park for Christ's <laughs> sakes. There's slides. They're, they're running around, jumping around. It's the most disgusting. I've been there three or four times and every time I'm always shocked by how disgustingly gross that city it's is. It's not a clean city. It is not. No. It is not a clean city. Oh. As evidenced by the fact that their rats are famished because they can't eat. The, that's literally what's happening. They can't eat garbage. If they would just drop one piece of pizza with penne on it, they could carbo load. They'd be fine. <laughs> They'd be if they fine. dropped it, Heath would fight him for it. Heath would pick that thing right up off the fucking street. Heath would, Heath would pick the rats <laughs> off his pizza in New York. Because I'm sure they serve a rat pizza. You ate it with penne on it. I guarantee they have a rat You'll one. You'll eat it with anything on it. There's yeah, nothing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this one's got seagulls on it. We put seagulls on this one. So I got to read a few, like a few a of the, uh, the, the bullet points because it's just like, what the fuck is going on with the world? Romano and other restaurateurs are asking the city uh, to reduce the city's rodent population. And I thought about that. I thought like, we're just now getting around. Like, shouldn't you always want to reduce the rodent population? Right. <laughs> like, at what point are you like, nah, I'm good with this number. This is the right yeah, okay. number of <laughs> But the odds look slim amid a budget crisis caused by the coronavirus pandemic. The sanitation's department of department's rat mitigation budget has been uh, 1.5 million to 12.3 million, meaning 25% less trash pickup in areas with significant rat issues. So there's that's a, that's a oh my that's god a lot of money oh my god. So vigilantes, Cecil. This is the this is the whole thing, man. Vigilantes yeah. have taken it upon themselves to exterminate the city's rats for fun. Elias Shule and his dog Sundrop hunt rats four nights a week in Brooklyn, killing as many as 20 rats in four hours, though this amounts to no who dent in the overall population. Who has, who has four hours of time to get the to throw their dog out like they're fly fishing <laughs> and reel it back in? Who has four hours to do that? You're letting your dog fight and kill I know. feral I know. street rats and catch God knows what from that. Yeah. And here's his commentary about it. It's actually- Does it give him kisses afterwards? Yeah, right? Is he like, no, oh, no, good no, dog, no. give me kisses. I love you, give me kisses. Yeah, I give love me kisses. you. <laughs> Have you ever seen the people who open their mouth when the dog is, and they lick inside of the mouth of the dog? Have you ever uh, seen that? I have seen that. Those are fucking foul human beings. <laughs> foul. <laughs> 
<laughs> get a get a human to lick the inside of your mouth, weirdos. Go get a massage. You could do that now. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what Shul said to the to, in the interview. It's been a great pleasure of mine watching Sundrop learn how to make a kill. It's like whack-a-mole. So, okay. Here's, that guy's a psychopath. <laughs> here's some true things right now that we know. Right now in New York, there are so many starving rats because your garbage has not been dealt with that a right. crazy person with a dog named Sundrop <laughs> is jerking off furiously to the idea of watching his pup chew up feral city rats. This is oh, 2020, gosh. guys. I'll tell That's, you. I want to I, I want to tell a story. Yeah. I was I uh many years ago, I went to Europe and this was I've only been to Europe I think twice. Uh, yeah, I've only been to Europe twice. Well, now I've been to Europe a couple times cuz I went over uh, for QED, but I I w- I've I've been to Europe twice on a trip, right? On a like a specific right. on a just a vacation, right? And this was years and years and years ago. This is my first time ever really getting over to Europe. Um, uh, we we saved for a long time and we went on just a, a four country tour. Uh, we went to see France. We stopped in Germany. We went to uh, to to the Czech Republic and then we went to uh, Austria. And we had a wonderful time. But when we were in Prague, the Czech Republic, um, first off, that was the place of all the places. And we spent a lot of time in Paris and we spent a lot of time in other places. That was the place with the meanest people. I did not run into. I I ran into the meanest people. Period. When we were in Prague, and I it could have just been that I was unlucky. I don't know, um, because I've only been there once, and I was only there for maybe five days. So I don't, you know, clearly I have a very small sample right, set right. to go go on. But when I was there, they were the rudest group of people. That, and I'm talking about just the people in general. I'm talking about the people who were, you know, you were paying money right, to the service to industry. do stuff. The service industry was the rudest I'd ever seen. Um, so I don't want to make a statement that makes it seem like that's the, clearly a rude country because I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, I remember at one point I went up to this information desk. I wanted to go out to this uh, to this place called Kutnahora, which is a uh, it's called a, it's a bone church, right? So they where they take a, a a little bit of 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 soil from Jerusalem and they bring it back from them with on pilgrimage, and then everybody wants to be buried there. Well, when everybody wants to get buried at the place from you know with the soil from Jerusalem, they have to then exhume people and then re put people into the ground. So then they wind up with an excess of bones, like and so do. they just started making. Making shit out of bones. And so there's <laughs> there's just giant... somebody like arts and crafting with the shit. Exactly. Yeah, no, man, they didn't have Franks back then. So <laughs> now they're just <laughs> we're not making popsicle stick log cabins. We're gonna make a chalice or a giant uh, throne out of bone. I'm not even kidding. That everything that chandeliers, oh this whole church was just decked out with decorative bones. How old is there was this just thing? deck. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how old the church is, but it was clearly from a very long time ago when pilgrimages were still yeah, a okay, thing, right? Yeah. So, you know, so it was, it's an old church and it's in the middle of a, uh, it's in the middle of a, a, a city that was clearly like a Soviet block city because there's nothing pretty around it except for this church that they somehow kept. Um, and it's a, you know, it was, a, it was a really cool thing, but to get there and back, just to talk to people to try to figure out, and we're talking to people behind desks right. to figure out how to get there and back. They were rude as fuck. One, one woman... An international desk, the international desk. It says international assistance. I walk up and I say, which is the train to Kutnahora? 
And she looks at me, she's kind of side-eyeing me. And then she turns her head and I said, hello, which is the deaths from Kutenora? And she turns her fucking chair around. She won't speak to me. What? And so- I start banging on the window, Sarah, to pull me back because I'm banging. I'm like, hey, witches, I'm banging. I'm so mad. They turn me into the ugly American. But anyway, so that's that's Prague. So I was in Prague. Let's get back to the rats. Yeah. So there we are. We're in Prague. And I'll be honest, some of the best food we had was in Prague because they had wonderful food there. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, Czech food. We never ate Czech food. We just ate different kinds of, you know, they had, we had French one night. We had Italian another night. You didn't have Czech just, food? No, they uh, we, we we looked for some. We couldn't find any. The, a lot of the places were all very, I, uh, yeah. I love their delicious mix. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Czech's mix is fucking at amazing. At the end of it, at the end of it, you got to say check, please, and then they bring it to you. So, but anyway, you want to check uh, it out? <laughs> I'm sorry. You better you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. But anyway, uh. We ordered. We ordered from this place, and they had this. They had this beautiful plazas in the middle of the city where uh, it's just a pedestrian area. So it's. I'm, we're talking huge. It's got to be an acre full of space in between buildings where there's just this walkway, and it's gorgeous. And it's. It's. There's no cars. It's just people walking. It's just a big pedestrian center in the middle of their city. And we were walking down there. We saw this place, and we decided to eat there. And it was an Italian place. And so we sat down outside, and they have. A built up, so it's cobblestone, but they built up on the ground, maybe a foot, uh, less than a foot, maybe six inches worth of wood where they would have a platform where they set their chairs and stuff. And so you're sitting in the middle of this plot and the restaurant is maybe, you know, 20 or 30 yards this way away from you. And they, they go in, inside, they get their stuff and they bring it out to you and you sit on the plots. And, and so it was really nice. Sarah and I are talking, we're having a great time. And then I notice that I am being surrounded by mice. These mice what? are all around me. The whole table. Wait, what? It's, it's like a scene from fucking Sleeping Beauty Wait, or some what? shit. Not even kidding. These mice, they recognize that you have food. And I don't know if people feed them. I don't know what the deal is, but they started coming up and they were getting brave. They were a couple walking right up to the table. And I keep, the, the whole time I'm eating, I keep stomping on the ground to keep the mice away from me. Holy while fuck, trying what are you talking food. about right and now? I'm not kidding. And they're fucking circling the table. It was it was so weird and strange. And the, the waiter comes out and we're, we're saying, what about these mice? And he just laughs and he walks away. <laughs> Glad you fixed that for us, yeah. buddy. What was he oh. going to do? Be like, all right, Pied Piper them off like to oh, another black table? And, and what struck me, Tom, is that in Chicago now, we are now, a lot of places have are, are, are taking over the sidewalks, right? Because restaurants can't make a lot of money right. and they can't, they certainly can't put as many people inside and you can have, I think it's less restrictions outside. And they're, they're, there's tons of seating right now outside in Chicago, if you look, and everybody is taking over the sidewalk. Whatever is in front of their place, if they can take over the sidewalk, they are. If they've never done it before, they're doing it. Um, and so there's all these places uh, that are doing it. I, and I, I can't help but wonder if that same thing isn't happening in New York. Yeah. And then the rats are being aggressive and maybe coming up like like a prog situation where right. you're sitting there eating your food and here comes a rat. Fuck the seagulls. You got fucking, you got an air force and a ground force coming for your food. <laughs> That's insane, man. There's like one of them like under the chef's hat, like pulling his hair while he makes it to like get him to... <laughs> what is even happening anymore oh Cecil? gosh man that's good shit
so because everything is in such disarray with the <laughs> studio and everything else, we are going to skip patrons this week. We'll read them next week. Uh, we want to thank everybody, of course, who has become a patron. Anybody who is a patron of this show, uh, you, you, trust us, we have plenty of ways to spend the money that you we send need us. <laughs> and we it's, need it. And it's because internet is so hard to get. Again, <laughs> you have to turn in. You have to it's turn so in, bad. tune in, tune in to next week's show oh, uh, or God. last week's last week's live stream to hear all about this. But um, or if you're a patron, you got this. Hopefully, you got a, a an audio version. Although it's not going to be a great audio version, you got a great uh, an audio version of this um, that you can listen to <laughs> on your podcast player. But we want to thank everybody who is a patron in these troubled times, these difficult times. Tom and I both are in a position right now where uh, our jobs are still in holding patterns. We still have jobs, but you know, who knows if one day one of us might wake up uh, and have to be a professional podcaster. Oh, God. That sounds, that, uh, even just saying that out loud terrifies me. So I want to thank you one. so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to thank you so much for donating. We really do truly appreciate yeah, do. it. So we got a message and I don't know how you would say this. There's, there's umlauts, two places in this name. Zorker. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, it's it's really a, 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 a name that I would not be good at pronouncing anyway, regardless. So I'm doing my best. Uh, but I want to say they sent us a message or they posted on Patreon and they said, hi, from Switzerland, 10 gigabytes up, no, 10 gigabytes down, fiber internet for $50 what is, a month, 50 US dollars a month. That makes me so mad. 50 US dollars a month. You know how much money you would have to pay for 10 up, 10 down here? I don't know. Do you could know how, you pay enough? Could you, could you even buy that? I don't know if you could or not. I don't even know but that I that's a say, buyable thing. When, when we wanted to buy one gig up and it was, oh no, it was, it was 40 up, one gig down, which we never got to a gig, not by even the close. way. It was no. never even close. 600 I'm I think is the most. It was, it was, and it was an immense amount of money. Oh. At least it was, it was. It was every bit of five hundred dollars. Yeah, it was more. It was actually more than my car payment. Yeah, like that. It's, it's to, an, to get that was more than my car. Yeah, and 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 they never delivered. They never once nope. delivered on that particular thing. And if you want to hear more about that, listen to the live stream <laughs> from last week. Um, but but yeah, that, if I could change to something else, and it's my hope that that Verizon eventually does that five G home thing yeah. where it's an unlimited amount of data and you could just use five oh, G so in good. your home. That'll be great. But I you know the, the, the unlimited part is the problem. So all right, got a message from uh, from Aaron, and Aaron sent a bunch of images. We're going to put it on this week's show notes. The first one is about people wearing a mask. Very good. Very funny. Thank you for sending it in. We're going to post it on this week's show. It's 533. We get a lot of messages, Tom. Uh, This one's from Muntgoat. Great name. Uh, They sent us a message and they said, uh, you know, hey, Toronto's got a glory hole and they sent a message for glory hole donuts. And then we get this a lot. There's a couple of places. There's a a glory hole church, I think in England or something that people will send all the time. The glory hole song by the Steel Panther people and the glory hole donut shop in Toronto. All three of those things. I want to have sex with everybody in Steel Panther. I want to go to the glory hole in Toronto and I want to go to the other one. One day we will take pictures there. We have seen all these things, but yeah, thank you so much for sending in. We, we glory hole donuts, is the top of my list of that. I do want to go. Things, I do. I genuinely want to go. Yeah. Toronto. It's the top of my list. I want to go, so to, I go to. I do too. I've been, I've been once and it was, it was, it was actually a really cool I've heard city. it's great. Yeah. I want to go. You know where I really want to go is Quebec. Uh, I want to go to Montreal. Yeah, me too. I hear 
you know, I don't speak any French, so I hope they don't get mad at me, but I really enjoy, I, I, it looks very pretty. Maybe they'll so just really turn their go. back on you when you ask them like where the fucking maybe, train station is maybe or whatever. Maybe fucking rats will attack me <laughs> while I'm eating too. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fucking sentient rats. It's like fucking a Looney Tunes cartoon now. <laughs> We got a message about the, uh, someone had sent us a message. Brianna sent us a message and said, hey, have you seen the amount of money that the uh, the church, the U.S. Catholic Church received billions in taxpayer funds from the Paycheck Protection Fucking Program? Ridiculous. The stuff that's been got. And that's not just the Catholic Church, all kinds of churches. Yep. You know, you don't, you don't contribute to the kitty, but you sure as fuck take it out of there. It's a goddamn ridiculous. Like, this could be, this could have been like, there's nothing that will kill that fucking organization, you know? Like kitty diddling pandemics, nothing. No, like right. they fucking, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They just, God damn yeah. them. Do they have to wear a mask when they diddle the kids? Do you think? <laughs> uh, on the latest episode, we do not read uh, comments on our YouTube. Uh, someone said you don't read, you probably don't read YouTube comments. We do not no. normally read no. the YouTube comments. We don't because for a long time, people that, because there's like a whole group of YouTube atheists that are not us, that don't like us and that, because we're liberal and they're not, so, um, or left, I don't know. I, 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 I get confused with all the terms that they use nowadays, but um, I know I'm far left leaning in comparison to most of the YouTube atheists, at least a lot of the YouTube atheists, and they don't like us and they don't, and they send their listeners after us and they say mean shit on YouTube. So I never read them. I don't bother. <laughs> like, why would I submit myself to that? There's no reason to ever submit myself to that. So if you think that I am going to, that you want to comment on YouTube and look, we, we encourage you to interact with the content there. Up thumb it, share it. Um, if you want to make a comment there, that's great. I won't ever see it unless you send us a message. So, but if you send us a message, I promise you, I'll read it. You know, I, I, I and I know Tom's the same way. Yeah, we will I'll read, read your every message. email I ever get sent. We read yep. every single email that comes in, but I will not go to YouTube to read the comments because, because people can just leave landmines there that ruin your whole day. Yeah. And I'm not interested in that. Right. Yeah. That's just like, that's not something I'm going to step over. I don't, it's not that I care what people think about the show. You could not listen to the show, but people are just outstandingly mean and shitty. And I feel like I want to respond because they're so wrong. And you just, it's that moment where you're, you're someone's wrong in the internet. I got to fix right. this. And you, you shouldn't. And so I just don't, I just extricate myself from that. And I don't, I don't pay attention to iTunes reviews anymore. I'd love it if you'd leave an iTunes review. If you've never left an iTunes review for our show, if you in the past have loved our show or love our show now, and you've never left an iTunes review, I implore you, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review if you like this show. But I probably won't read it because uh, people will leave shitty asshole reviews and there's no way I can, I can't do anything with it. I can't, I can't respond to you, right? And the same thing goes with, with, with YouTube. I can maybe respond to you, but there's no guarantee that you're going to read it or whatever. So I just don't bother. So yeah, no, we, the long, long story short, we do not read your comment on YouTube, but he says, uh, this is from Supernova. And Supernova says, look, uh, it, a poll done in, uh, we're talking about Kanye, uh, Kanye and Biden, right? So Kanye, Biden, Trump, that's the new tri trifecta that's happening <laughs> this upcoming year. <laughs> and, uh, and we were saying, I don't know what exactly we said last time, but he's saying that Kanye West is less popular among blacks than whites. There's a poll that, that, he's, that he's referring to, and he's got a link to it. Uh, he's less popular among Democrats than Republicans. So what's the evidence Kanye would steal votes from the Republican Party? The racist ideas that blacks uh, want to vote for blacks. Thomas, Tom and I, 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 I don't know what we said last time, 
But Tom and I do not think that Kanye West is going <laughs> to steal votes from anybody. No. Tom and I were kidding around about Kanye West. I can't imagine Kanye getting more than a joke vote, right? So I think people will see him and joke vote for him, but I can't imagine him stealing votes from someone. Um, and if we said anything otherwise, uh, I don't remember. I, I edited it and I don't remember what we said. So yeah, I, I have no, I am under no illusions that like Kanye is going to like, Jill Stein this thing for anybody. Yeah, no, he's no. not going to steal enough votes to even matter. No, I can't, I can't I, to be honest, he might even be statistically insignificant where he's in the plus or minus area, yep. you know, where he could be so statistically insignificant that you wouldn't even be able to count his votes. He literally didn't get any, even if he did get some, <laughs> it's, it's within the margin of error. Yep. So, um, we got a message from William and William said, hey, uh, you know, I, are you guys still taking roast requests? Because I want to donate to Modest Needs. No, we are not taking roast requests. <laughs> you can close. still vote. You can absolutely donate to Modest Needs, but that roast stuff happens in a very short span of time. And the reason why we do that is because it takes us a whole year to get through all the roasts because um, nobody wants to just sit down and just power through all the roasts because it gets tiresome. Right. Just over and over and over again. So we try to space them out so they're at least still funny every month instead of uh, five straight hours of just roasts, which no one wants to listen to. So we, want, we try to put them into our shows so that people enjoy them and they can hear their roasts and there's something to, uh, you know, to look forward to. If you didn't hear your roast yet, you can hear it later. But we we do not accept roasts all, roast requests all year. There's a small window for that. There will be another Vulgarity for Charity this year, I'm sure. Um, pay attention come November. That's a great time. But don't, don't don't not donate now. Modest needs needs your money right now. So if you can Absolutely. donate now, donate. Yeah. But if you if you if you uh, if you have a little extra money in November, you can request a roast, and we will we will do our best to fulfill it within the next calendar year. <laughs> As a great organization, any time of the year. So absolutely. Finally, we got a message from Aaron, uh, another one, and this is an image today uh, that he sent, and so it's about Trump and Goya. You're going to want to check it out. So uh, we are hopefully going to be in the studio next week, and we are hoping that we have a uh, uh, internet and all that jazz. Uh, so check out our live stream, 9 p.m. Central time on Thursday night. Uh, you're going to have a great time, of course, as always. Uh, hopefully next week I don't have to record from my house again <laughs> and my cat I'm screaming sorry, and dude. under a fucking <laughs> vent here. I'm sure there's uh. been air blowing through my microphone. All that. I don't even care at this point. I don't even care. Uh, but anyway, well, we, we want to, uh, we want to welcome anybody who wants to watch the live stream. We're having a lot of fun with them. So come check them out. Uh, it's going to be this upcoming, uh, Thursday, 9 PM. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, that is going to wrap it up for this week though. We're going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive.
doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.